Hello and welcome to another episode of Fathom. This is episode four, I believe, where Andrea and Ergi. How are you, Ergi? I'm good. How is your day? It's really long, so I might blabber too much tonight. Just sorry in advance to everyone who's listening. <laughs> But yes, it's, it started at 7 a.m. and right now, time check in Western Australia, it's 9:56 p.m. So almost 10 p.m. and I've been working since then. Now, how was your day? <laughs> well, I can't、um, complain much, I guess. I mean, it, it started pretty <laughs> early too, but not as early as yours. And I had a bit of,、um, I guess, throughout this COVID,、um, I guess, pandemic or season, I'd like to say,、mm -hmm. this whole COVID season, I've had、um, a habit of、um, planning for a siesta time. <laughs> Oh, during my yes,、yeah, so、I'm siesta during my、um, working from home time, and today's my last day from working from home. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> is it like an ah、yeah. or like <laughs> yes, I'm super excited to go、know. back to work. It's it's actually both. It's both. I, I miss some.、Yeah. Um, I guess it's the whole thing of okay, I got used to this now, and、yeah. I'm you know I'm getting the hang of it, and now I'm being、yeah. asked to. To go back to the office, and then you know it's another change. So I to I totally get that because I've been、um, obviously networking with a lot of business owners, and every time I catch up with them, that's that's kind of like the trend now. They're kind of like at first they were all like, "What is this? I don't understand. Why am I ho at home? I don't. I can't focus. <laughs> blah blah blah." And then、yeah. now they're kind of like, "Oh, I wish I can." And you know, it's it means it's good news that we're all going back to work. But at the same time, they kind of started to appreciate having the the time at home more, being with their family more, being able、yeah. to cook more and stuff like that. It's just, I mean, there's good things that really came about with this、um, whole experience. I know,、mm. and it's like it's a lot more.、Um, I don't know. I I just I just wish or I hope that I guess、um, I'll have a lot more like flexible working. Arrangements in the future, maybe like a day,、right. a day in a week working from home. Yeah, that would be、Something、really、like、good.、That. Yeah, we'll see, and we we can't really predict what's gonna happen next. But I mean, at least we all got a taste of something that's different. I mean, if not, it's gonna be so. I feel like if if this didn't happen, we're just gonna go by the whole year the way we kind of predicted, or like、True. I just projected. How are we going to go with the year? I mean, that's technically the trend when it comes to, let's say, January New Year. You give yourself、mm -hmm. like, okay, so this is what's gonna like. This is my plan for this year, and this is what I expect to happen. So it's kind of the fact that it got shaken up. It threw a lot of people off, but at the same time, just tested a lot of people's yeah.、Um, at the same time, strength as well. Definitely、yeah. a test. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's enough about us. <laughs> More about the topic. I mean, we've really talked it like it's it's as, it's as if we weren't even in a conversation prior to this.、Mm. Anyway, <laughs> now that everybody like who's listening knows what we're up to and what we're thinking, <laughs> um, just to give everybody、um, a brief heads up that our topic for tonight is on trust. So this is really exciting. Exciting.、Um, yeah. Yeah. It's quite common. Right, it's it's a common thing that people discuss, but there's a lot of factors that go around with it. A lot of layers that people may、yeah. not have 
try and a to look lot into of angles i think angles mm-hmm. of trust like trust to who trust on what or trust for mm-hmm. who yeah 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 and um just to give yeah so just to give everybody a, a brief heads up as well for those who are have listened to our previous episodes before welcome back for those who haven't listened to our previous episodes before fathom is basically a podcast that ergie and i created so that we can talk and you guys can listen basically or join us <laughs> it tomorrow. sounds really yeah. really <laughs> it sounds really but quite selfish hey <laughs> we just are the ones only oh. talking <laughs> but yeah. um it's really us for as a platform for us to be able to like voice out our thoughts for also to invite other people to let in uh, within our th- uh, mind or way of thinking and mm. maybe provoke ideas or provoke thinking you know, challenge thoughts. thinking yeah exactly and we like doing this so might as well let everybody know <laughs> exactly and we're not we're not um we know that this is not quite unique to us i'm sure that a lot of people wonder this too like Exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. <laughs> and I'm sure people have been doing this far more than we have been. Yeah. You know, we've only started like about four weeks ago. Because oh, we do right. it every week. But, right? Yeah. No, four weeks. Well, a month. <laughs> Happy <Yay>, month. Anniversary. <laughs> say. Oh, but. Just also like a quick disclaimer: we are not experts. We That's just right. like to, you know, talk talk about and like uh, really uh, try to understand. But everything that we're going to be talking about is based on our own personal experience, or it's just we like to challenge a way, a certain way of thinking as well, or our mm-hmm. own way of thinking as well. So just know that everything that we're going to be talking about should not be deemed as this is fact kind of thing all the time because like a lot of it's our own personal biases um really so just please know that this is not for i don't know like used for educational purposes that yeah it's 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 not a scholarly thing that we're doing it's literally just a conversation that you may want to also um, converse with your friends or family and something you might this is could be a conversation start starter or two definitely you know but really, if you, it is really a, a way for you to spend an hour doing nothing but listening. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, obviously, if you also like, we would really um, would appreciate it. Appreciate it if you also have thoughts of in terms of if you want to challenge our, our thinking as well. Oh, like oh, feel yes. free to let us know. Feel free yes, to keep we- in touch. We have a an Instagram page now, which where you can reach us. It's mm-hmm. called at Fathom Podcast. Yeah. So there you go. And if you want to see more, obviously, I'm sure now the fact that you're listening into it, you're probably in our in the Spotify. So I'm not gonna <laughs> say that you can find us in Spotify. But anyways, maybe we should start talking about trust now, Ergie. Yeah. Right? Okay. Should All we right. start? Here we go. With a the lot definition. of introduction. Oh yeah. <laughs> Righty. Okay. All right. So I've um. So here's tr- trust as a definition. So obviously, I Google search it. Mm-hmm. So in the Google dictionary, uh, there's a noun version and a verb version. 
So the noun version, so this is basically what we're going to talk about, is number, there's two topics, uh, sorry, two definitions. One is firm belief in the reliability, sorry, firm belief in the reliability, truth, or ability of someone or something. That's really confusing, sorry. It's just because, like, it's so hard to define something that also has the the term Mm. in the sentence. Never mind. Number two is an arrangement wherein whereby a person holds property uh this is not the one we're talking about this is not a trust not like account a trust or fund or like something no <laughs> no you know what let's go with you know like last episode miriam webster was really helpful for us so for your dictionary needs let's trust miriam webster <laughs> to give us a more reliable <laughs> definition mm-hmm. okay there's like there's like four or five or like four noun version of it so one one definition is assured rely reliance on the character ability strength or truth of someone or something hmm. mm. interesting um there's two so like look there's like definition one and there's a and b so that's that was a and then the b one is like one in which confidence is placed number two dependence on something Future or contingent equals hope. Oh, this is interesting. Mm. B, reliance on future payment. No, that's not. <laughs> Again, not a trust fund. <laughs> okay, I'm going to like cancel that part out. It's really just definition one. Mm-hmm. Assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. One in which confidence is placed. What do you think? One of which is one of which confidence is placed. That's right. Mm. I just had like a pop-up cat. Pop-up Sorry, cat. this is like super <laughs> random. Like um, a cat with like glasses and saying, you're never too cool to learn something new. Hey, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Word of the day. Anyways, <laughs> continue. Um, it's interesting that the um, definition that you found in, um, in Miriam and um, was it in Google? Was it the, the first yeah. one? Um, it's interesting how it talks about reliability or a, um, a degree of re- reliability or reliance or um, some sort of truth, yeah. truth, um, confidence of its truth. Yeah, that's um, an interesting um, take. And you did mention hope. Yes, there, there's like a part you? in their hope as well. Yeah, in like the number two a yeah the so second. dependence on something future or contingent hope mm, hmm. interesting on something yeah because um i guess um with with the term trust um i've when I, in my younger younger times or younger days like i would always i think it's um logical to um ask for um some sort of i guess rely on some sort of evidence in which you could um invest your trust in whether right. that was um someone showing you that they are quite reliable or trustworthy and hence you would exchange trust you would you know invest that emotion or whatever that is <laughs> yeah yeah no i get that yeah um but 
it's interesting that these definitions don't, I guess it does not talk about risk. I mean, the, there's a, another oh, one yeah. that talked about hope. It did talk about hope. Um, but it's interesting that none of these involved um, risk. What I do you think that. about that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally agree. Like, um, okay, well, bef- before the whole risk thing, like the one thing that resonated with me was the confidence part. Because mm. uh, you wouldn't trust anything if you weren't confident about something. If it confidence kind of like helps tr- trust, it's some sort of confidence. You, for example, like if you're my friend and I tell you a secret, um, and I know that, and I'm confident that you're going to keep it, I'm going to trust that more kind of thing. But that confidence obviously is earned in a sense. But mm. I like that your take, like you didn't, you were looking for something in terms of risk, because also that the whole trust system actually mm-hmm. involves the the risk element yeah. because i've always thought I, my, one of my questions that i was thinking as well was like is there do you think that trust can be forged or like uh can is it a natural thing or is it something that you really have to work on is trust something that you have to like it does it come naturally based on like a building relationship kind of thing with a person or is it something that people are conscious to to do that they just naturally <laughs> choose to do i think it's a bit yeah. of both to be honest it depends on who you want to build that relationship with whether it was just say for example if you were um, on the street and um say andrea the good-hearted person that you are <laughs> ah. Say, for example, somebody asked for some directions um, and you chose to, you know, like be quite friendly with them and um, actually chose to um, show them the place or or take them to the place that they wanted to, uh, where they Mm -hmm. wanted to go. There is some sort of trust there where you feel like, okay, I'll, I'll take you and you know, at the back right. of your head, you for some reason, you may not be thinking like, oh, okay, it's not like the person is going to take me there and I don't know, do something bad or like um, take my wallet or, you know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I think being um, easily, I guess, easily trusting, being an, a trusting person, I think that is a value that, you know, some people could easily have. Or just right. naturally, I mean, naturally have, but in terms of building um, solid, you know, relationships, like long lasting relationships, I definitely think that's something that uh, that's something to be built, even, you know, within okay. families, even though it's your family member. Right. I have a question. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Do you reckon um, you could be? You could be trusted without trusting first. Does that question make sense? Yeah, that I could be trusted without having without to show you trusting first. Yes, you without you having to show trust first. So, like, would you, for example, like, could is it possible for you to trust me without me trusting you first? 
like so for example i kind of want you um i i kind of want you to trust me mm. but is it possible for you to trust me without me trusting you first oh wow i don't know i don't know hey because i feel like it's a it's a reciprocal thing like it's a loop yeah yeah for example like when it when it comes to like close friendships and friendships wherein like they, they you it's very um obviously it applies to families as well but obviously fam when it comes to family you're kind of like tied in the knot in there anyways regardless of what you do whether you trust them or not like mm. there's family regardless that you that's why it's actually so good to trust family and like it's so it's a good practice to have that with when it comes to that with the family essence because like they're the you can trust that they're, they're gaining nothing but you know they're gonna be 100 percent honest with you yeah because there's nothing to gain to be honest but for example <laughs> like in friendship um mm. uh, if i want to be friends with you and i want to i want for you to trust me i have to show that i trust you too kind of thing right so like for example i want you to start open up opening up to me yeah like really deep stuff I, I want to get our friendship to get into that point i think i have that responsibility to do it first in a sense mm. does that make sense it does or- it does i think it's um uh, what i call it like expectation theory <laughs> is that like a subconscious thing though like uh, yeah like i mean an expectation like an underlying expectation that like in order for a person to you kind of if you want something from a person a piece of the person you kind of give your piece as well you have to give that person a piece that's, of yourself that's as only well. fair enough i think that's fair enough that's from from my perspective based on my own values um mm-hmm. i think that's why i value openness because of that whole um reciprocity um, so does that mean that trust is transactional Definitely. I I think trust is transactional. I actually heard about this before. I think they called it like oh, really? trust um trust economy or something and it's similar to share mm-hmm. economy. Right. Do you want to know more? <laughs> no, yes, so it can trust, explain cuz like <laughs> Okay, I'm not exactly okay. Okay, guys, this is not a scholarly <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay, this is not a scholarly definition, but the gist of what I've heard about trust economy is that people are, you know, the willingness to share, whether that mm-hmm. was like, say for um, things like um, Loan, DD, Uber. All right, yeah. Um, what else? Like, um, yeah, D- yeah, DD, Uber. Like, you know how the, the share ride thing? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that whole thing. It's based on trust that you know that, you know, the, the person that you're going to be sitting there, like sitting in that um, cab with or that taxi with, that they're actually, that you trust this stranger, that they won't do anything to you. That's, for example, right. there's also like, I, I've noticed, because um, I've, I've actually been watching like, um, what do you call these again? Like just tiny houses. <laughs> like Ugh. tiny house nation i've been watching that in that no i don't i don't know that hey, sorry okay, anyhow sorry, okay they yeah. live in tiny Every house like urgy like quotes of a film or a tv show like it's like a, it's a, it's as if i was living under a rock which i probably am like the amount of times so she's like, have you watched this? And like, <laughs> no. And like, every time I'm like, have you watched this? And she's like, yes. 
I've heard of that or something like that. I'm like, oh my god, sorry. And, and I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> anyway, Tiny House Nation is basically um, people living in tiny houses that are um, that are portable, portable little portable houses. They're, it's basically a luxurious, um, not exactly a caravan. It's actually a house. It's designed like a house interior, like the interior design. Anyhow. These people tend to be uh, minimalist, so they don't carry a lot of things because they won't fit it in their tiny house. So um, I've heard that in these communities, they tend to um, meet with one another and share things as well and also return them. And that's just right. Yeah, that's just that's just how the um, the whole I guess like the whole community is because you don't have everything in in your That's house really yeah and 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 they're they feel quite for them it feels quite freeing because they don't have to carry so many things and they know that if they need something someone in their community would have it right and there's also that trust thing where you know and, and it's, it's sort of like it's almost like going back to like you know the olden days like the, the whole bartering system where you just barter things so i think right. that's why i think trust is transactional because it's actually happening. Like transactions are happening. <laughs> That's right. Do you think? Yes, it makes sense. But I have another question, just a follow-up question on like whether or not uh, trust is transactional. Uh, yeah. If trust is transactional, does that transaction have to be equal? What? Are, how do you mean by equal? Like if I give this much of trust to you kind of thing, or if I give this much to you, would you give that back like in the same kind of amount? That's the thing though. Like how do you measure trust? Well, I'm looking at it as a (laughs) a transactional thing. For example, like in business. Mm. So for example, a company, one of the things about businesses is like they're always trying to gain the trust of their target market. Mm. So... Obviously, in order once they get that trust, uh, they get their money, kind of thing. So that's what they're getting from the clients, and they're getting obviously what they're paid for. They paid for. Yeah. Actually, I just answered my question. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of equal, but doesn't necessarily. It's it's kind of equal, but because no one will obviously go into a transaction thinking that they're at a loss. I but, think it's more in the terms of not necessarily equal. Equal in like the same. But it is, um, I forgot equal the value. term. I forgot the term, but it's essentially the, the um, it's quite res- reciprocal and the goods or, or I guess the value that you are exchanging is quite valuable to one another, but they're not, they're not necessarily equal. I think it's, yeah, so I think it's equal in a sense, but it just doesn't look equal. Yeah. You could say. It's like different. Yeah. It's just different, but the value is the same. Yeah. Do you, do you get that? Like, for example, like for me, like when I do weddings, like I will tell them this is how much we charge and they would pay for that because they believe that that's the value that of the wedding film that they want. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I fair enough. I feel like that's, yeah. that's the case. Um. Do you think that applies to friendship? Definitely, I think, but not necessarily monetarily. 
Um, I think, yeah, definitely. I think um, there's value in each each other's, whether that was um, each other's efforts, um, mm-hmm. each other's um, gifts or experiences, um, mm-hmm. advice or, or anything that you that that you exchange moments. Um, okay. Yeah, I think there's value with like um, a, a mutual respect and mutual value in there that they, that both parties or multiple parties see. That's right. Okay, I get that. Mm. Okay, next question. <laughs> this is like rapid fire question. <laughs> um, why do you think trust is important? Hmm. Well, actually, I... Hmm. Because we... I think trust is important in a sense that um, I know that we've been talking about, I know we've been talking about equal sort of like equal transaction or mutual, some sort of mutual exchange of, I don't know, whatever benefits that you get from from your friendships and um, your relationships <laughs> or anything, because there there is you know benefits in there. Whether that was mutual uh, moral support or whether that mm-hmm. was um, you share the exact same values and and you want um, you want your friends to um, you know help you keep those positive values that you value um, yourself that you yourself value. Um, whether it was skills or anything like that, we've talked about that. But I think there is a, you know, when you talked about um, giving trust first, and not right. necessarily, I guess that there would be a natural expectation from ourselves that they would, you know, they would exchange that. Otherwise, it would be quite disheartening. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, trust teaches us how to play with that how to play with that risk and be i was gonna answer the same exact thing yeah. to that question yep it teaches us to be more courageous yep. um and no- knowing that there's a, a risk there it teaches us to be to actually like take a leap of faith or something like that yeah because I- not Nothing is certain in the world, really. Mm. In all other aspects in life, apart from trust. Yeah. Like, because that's the reality, the whole trust system helps you to sort of practice that. I may not be completely or entirely confident yet, but I'm going to try and see if I can build that confidence. Yeah. I'm 100% with you there. I feel like, I actually feel like I've, um, I've learned that the hard way, or not necessarily. I mean, I guess all mm-hmm. of us learn <laughs> learn these things, you know. The, um, yeah, learn these life lessons um, with you know a level of loss or some yes. sort of sacrifice. But somebody was actually th- telling me before that trust involves you know a level of sacrifice, and that would be like if you were to measure trust, I think. Um, you know, sac- sacrifice would be a good, um, I guess sacrifice or risk. It would be a good measure of what yep. actual trust is. Because if you were, um, I guess, 
if you were asked to trust something that you know has, you know, quite, uh, it's quite reliable, like right, right in front of you, I don't, I don't think that took a lot of effort for you to trust that. Um, right. Uh, be- because something definite was right in front of you. You know, there's mm-hmm. a true expectation of, okay, you're going to get, you're going to get something beneficial, whether that was, say, if you were asked to guess, um, you've got a box, right? And the box is full of diamonds and you're being asked if you can, you know, um, if you like guess, guess if there's diamonds in here and mm-hmm. if you answer right, then it's yours. If you answer wrong, then, you know, it won't be yours. But if you see it, (laughs) sorry, if you see it right in front of you, like if you already see what's already there, then there's not like the the trust or the risk that you're taking, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, of being, I don't know, of being wrong or um, being ashamed that you were wrong. Mm -hmm. It's not really, it's not much. It doesn't take like not it doesn't take it a lot no it doesn't take a lot from you um like the risk mm-hmm. from your part you got nothing to lose kind of thing. yeah you got nothing to lose i i, I was have like i was whilst you were speaking i was thinking about the concept of i mean i was listening yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but i like the concept of love uh popped into my head whilst you were explaining into that as well sure yeah because uh, i do hope we'll we'll have a time to to talk about love in a more deeper sense but the whole aspect of love and trust i reckon they still they go hand in hand so well yeah because i always every time i speak to like friends who or are in youth groups or something like that the the youth asking me about love I feel so old, man. We've already said our age. We're not saying it again. Yeah. But you have to, you have to listen to our other episodes too. Though. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, but when when people ask me about love, and they're like, most there's some some of my friends are like, well, like how do you know if it's the one? Or like I'm just afraid that I'm gonna get hurt again, and kind of like that. And that's where the trust aspect comes in, because you'd have to understand that love in itself is a risk because you're putting your heart in the mercy of someone else kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So I think if you look at love, I think you could also look at the trust in that as well. Definitely. I don't think um, any relationship. I think they're inseparable. Would, yeah. Yeah. Any relationship would flourish without trust. I, I don't mm-hmm. think whether that was, you know, your, you're a significant someone or whether that was in, even in business, you, you would agree as well, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. No, it's, it's, it applies. Trust is super important, especially when you're, when you're conducting a business or if you're actually going into business with someone else, like in a partnership or in a company, um, you have to have some sort of trust that you've built that the people that you're going to, you're going to be working with, are reliable and are not gonna are not gonna do you wrong or something like that and this is why I guess there's also the whole interview process as well just do this for for people who are trying to employ because Mm. it's a way for them to see if this person is worth trustworthy enough to be given the task needed to or to be able to help that business flourish that's true so do you, um, like in a more personal sense, 
Um, I was asked by uh, I was asked this by my fiance when when we were a little when, a lot younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, it was like one of like the most interesting conversations we've had before. Uh, we were trying. Um, he was like asking, okay, like you know, it's it's very common. Like pe- friends would would experience some sort of like troubles or fights or something like that. Mm. Uh, and it's sometimes apparent for some people would lose trust in specific uh, with with some of their friends. Yep. Do you think that when you've lost someone's trust, do you think that you can gain it back again in terms of to the same kind of level, or um, do you think you can even supersede the previous level after you've broken the trust initially? I think it. Um... Pretty. Sorry. I think it depends. It mm-hmm. really does depend, I guess, um, on, say, if, if these were just, you know, like, between two people. It depends on the values and the effort of each party to to get to know the, to, to get to know each other, to get to know the other party. I found, yeah. I find that trust is highly dependent on your language the same as how we you know talk about like you know love languages but we're probably going to talk about that on on another topic uh, on another episode but like yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um i feel like our behaviors how we choose to project um or or um how we choose to to share our thoughts through our behaviors, um, through our emotions, um, that's how we, I guess, essentially, can you know, essentially bring out the message, um, right? And that could be perceived differently. Um, mm-hmm. So my my example for this is say for myself, I highly value um, openness, and if I if I kept on to that, right? If I wasn't flexible mm-hmm. on that, on understanding that, okay. I love how people... you like just went, sorry. I just, you went super psychology on this. Because <laughs> it's, I think that's the way to understand um, trust. Like I feel yeah, like, yeah. you know, people. This is why you're here. <laughs> people see things differently. I think that's just mm-hmm. one thing that we have to um i guess to take to, note of yeah take note of we have to acknowledge that or else i think we will struggle in our daily relationships even mm-hmm. in say for example in your family because we change we change mm-hmm. for we're people and we change and we adapt um and this could also change our being our our core and i have yeah. to I think I guess I guess um, people who who under, um, uh, who study psychology understand the the nature uh, the the changing nature. Although we yep. don't like uh, personally, I, I I don't accept that for myself. I don't like change, guys. But <laughs> but no, I think that's I think just a lot of happens. people don't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not alone. I'm not very good with change too. Yeah. I'm not good with change, but I think it's something that we need to understand that our la- the language of trust, I think it's the language of expectations. 
Um, yes. It's a language of expectation. Yes. Then you have to marry those things up or at least oh understand. Sorry. <laughs> yes. No, I totally agree. Okay. I totally agree. <laughs> it's just like, for example, like uh, when someone, when you, you can't help. Okay. So if some, it's, it's a natural thing for us to start expecting something. Unfortunately, you have to sort of train your mind so well to not expect too much so that, you know, like to not expect unrealistic things or something like that. Mm. Um, or to actually manage your expectation, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like, for example, I've I've gone through stuff. Right. <laughs> That's very well. Right. <laughs> Wherein I've put in, like, a certain expectation on someone, for example, and it just so happens that they weren't able to meet that expectation. Mm-hmm. And somehow, I think in that process... I prob I probably at some point reacted in a way as if I my trust was take taken away or like I, I've been betrayed kind of thing. You have that kind of feeling of it when you yeah. use uh, when that expectation is not met. It's the same with relationships too. So like you know you kind of have a an certain you can't help but sometimes you have some certain expectations and if your partner doesn't ex- uh, like meet like meet that sometimes you feel like you know they've let you down or something mm. like that and that's same similar feeling as to when a trust uh when trust is broken yeah definitely she was like one thing um and and that's the thing like you know like how would that other person know that um your expectations have not been met you have to communicate that communication yeah and you need to i guess like you need to both parties we need to um ask each Couple ask each other <laughs> yeah or you or or that there, there has to be i guess in in the midst of the whole um scene where you feel like you're being betrayed i think there needs to be a glimmer of curiosity as to why and to not stop asking why and to yes. also understand that okay like the whole why asking why is important just so there's under that understanding can be met right yeah and to be open we you know and to be open as well and you could probably say like oh i i felt hurt um from uh, I, I, I don't know i feel hurt if uh, it, sorry i feel hurt with the idea mm-hmm. that you know this my expectation has has not been met. I would probably prefer, I don't know, in the future that, I don't know, that you do this. And maybe that, that could be, you know, an, another level of change. Do you get what I mean? Like things. Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. Guys, this is like really, <laughs> this is like relationship 101 <laughs> <laughs> from Ergie. <laughs> Just letting you guys know, hey, <laughs> this is valuable information for those who don't <laughs> or uh... kind of entered this phase. <laughs> but it is very true. Like, but you like in reality, not everybody knows how to communicate that. Mm. And it's it's good that you're mentioning it here and hopefully for, for people who are listening or or who are actually in the same boat or in that sort of uh like same experiences that they're experiencing where they're they they can't get through to their partner. Yeah. 
this is probably maybe the answer to their questions or like why why am i not uh, why am i not being able to get through to my my loved one mm. and maybe it's because we're not really trying to communicate it enough yeah it's super easy for someone to just suppress it that's right um i think in in was that you that i was talking to no, I think it was like uh, it was a different podcast. Sorry, mm. <laughs> that I was doing. but like I was saying, generally, like uh, it's generally super a lot easier to suppress feelings than actually express them. Mm. I, and I, I think it 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 applies to relationships really. So most of the time, I think it's just because generally most people, not everybody though, mm. but most people try to not confront things. Because they think they're just keeping the peace. And they don't want any like fights or anything. Because they believe fights. Some people believe that fights is a is a bad thing, or it mm, can like hate a relationship. Is. Yes, whilst fights, if done well, is actually quite healthy. I, I'm with you there, completely. Like with I you. feel like yeah. I mean. I mean, I've had my fair share of fights and like sometimes I just, you wish you don't have that. But at the same time, I kind of appreciate each and every fight because there's things that you learn about your loved one mm-hmm. and that you learn about yourself as well. Yeah. And I think that's and it's, the most important thing as well. Learning that you yeah. have, um, learning that you have a certain tendency because um, mm-hmm. we need we need to manage that in order to tell our loved ones or you know the the people that choose to like thankfully you know uh, surround us (laughs) the people that choose to stay thankfully (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys thanks for the love um shout out to y'all you know who you are um (laughs) (laughs) um but we have i think trust is getting to know like like when we're going back to why why trust is important um it also i think um it's our duty to um communicate that expectation and you know the our expectations could change as well we have to be you know willing to negotiate yes yeah we have that's right yeah flexible Exactly. And that actually brings uh, like something, I think we've been dancing around a, 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 a topic about trust of oneself. Mm. Trust of oneself, like in the midst of all this, like trusting right. someone else and, you know, trusting. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, do you think, think about like, that? Okay. I, I was going to say, like, do you, I feel like if you trust yourself enough to make the right decisions or like not really the right decisions or like uh, to make decisions, mm. if you trust yourself enough, you know that regardless whether or not it was the right decisions or at that time or not, you can get through whatever you're going to experience. Yeah, I'm a firm believer of that, actually, because it, it, it helps you move. Um, and it also helps you. I guess, going back to understanding yourself, like, okay, I I trust that this is me right now. This is what I require. This is what I need. And I'm not going to be afraid to, to share that. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Go on, go on, go on. Okay. Trust, trusting yourself, right? Uh, Based on the definition is is like, 
applies to confidence. Mm-hmm. What if you start doubting? Because it's off, like it's super common to to self doubt. So, how do you gain that trust for yourself? How do you gain like gain confidence for oneself? If that's like this is like a very common experience to a lot of people. People go through a lot of self doubt.、Mm-hmm. I mean, if if building trust with other people. Helps、uh, build that trust by giving yourself a piece of yourself to someone. What can you give yourself when it's already just you that you're you're lacking to trust? That's make that makes sense. Wow, just <laughs> <laughs> that's hard, right? Because、that's、like,、hard. yeah, because like, it once you stop trusting yourself, like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> you're kind of stuck. I mean, okay, so when I I was like going through this this week. I was actually going through self doubt, and I like I'm pretty sure I, I've talked to you, Ergie,、yeah. <laughs> but I've also talked to other friends as well who apparently still also studied or is studying psychology.、Okay. Uh, one of my friends,、um, Emma, shout out Emma Whitfield. <laughs> this is your second shout out <laughs> in a different part of podcast. But basically, she said because I asked her. Oh, how do you deal with self doubt? And she was like, first up, because I was like, because you study psychology, <laughs> and she was like, first up, the first thing she said to me is, I'm not a licensed psychologist yet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still studying this. Telling you know, I'm going to give you my personal take、uh, take on it. But she said it's it's a natural thing, and one of the things that you can do with it is self assurance. So self talk is quite. Helpful,、mm. but it's really also important that you're aware of it. See, the thing is, when I approached her with that question and I opened up to her about that as well, I was quite open and I was quite aware of what I was feeling and what I needed to do about it, even though I was doubting. So、mm-hmm. she, I mean, she was you. You also like you kind of commended me for for being aware of what I feel, but some、yeah. people aren't. Yeah, some people aren't、um, aware of. How they're feeling, how to deal with it. They're just like floating, I、yeah. guess, or I guess not knowing how to deal with the emotions that they are do-、yes. yeah, dealing with. Like, like, what do you do when that happens, or if you're that person?、Mm. Wow, I, I do.、Oh. Um, I, I mean, I am not a licensed psychologist. <laughs> yes, begin <laughs> with that. Let's begin with this fact. I、Yay. am not a counselor、yeah. of any sort. I don't even、not、know、yet. if I would be. Let's just say one、that. day, one day. I trust that. <laughs> I trust that. Um, but um, I like uh how Emma started with self assurance. We all have.、Mm-hmm. We all know that we have that self talk. Um,、mm-hmm. and I think. Changing the language in that self-talk really helps. In terms of say, if you started,、um, if you started thinking about doubt,、um, doubtful thoughts of yourself,、mm-hmm. have making that choice. I think that I think that choice part is really important, and being aware, being aware. That you are okay. You're currently self-doubting, and you have this. I don't. I don't know. Like a、uh, 
uh, a sentence, a sentence, for example, of doubt, mm-hmm. then you immediately counteract that with a self-assurance. Right. Um, yes. I'm struggling to find uh, find an example. Um, well, um, yeah. in terms of examples, like one of the things that she suggested me when I was uh, to me when she, when I was going through it, it was uh, if because I she knows I do journals, mm-hmm. so she said, "Well, you you do journals, and most of the time when you do journals, you write about what you're feeling. So it's uh, most of the time it's negative. So just so that you can vent it out, kind of thing." Yeah, she said, "Why not try?" list down the i don't know 10 the 10 positive things that happened for your day or your week or something Mm. like that even just the little things like i ate something healthy today or something like that those little wins yeah she said that that could be helpful as well to sort of up like look more into the positive side and like try to train your your mind away uh from fixating on the negative side not necessarily like like covering the negative but trying to stop yourself from fixating on it Mm, yeah yeah mindfulness I think that's another um I think that's some yeah way of um mindfulness like being in the sort of know know your truths and the the facts of like the things that you've actually done like not adding not adding um anything extra yeah, like any um, assumptions, because I, I think self doubts are assumptions. They're, yes. they're not really. That is so true. It's not it's factual. Like, <laughs> yeah, really because about it's it. based. It's re- self doubt is based on what you think about yourself, not necessarily what others think about you. Yeah, or like what your what your mind's probably telling you right now is probably based on a specific comment of others but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what they meant or something like that yeah exactly yeah so someone was telling me actually before um for example um uh, for example um like I made some sort of like in the past I made some sort of mistake at work and being Mm -hmm. the perfectionist that I am I started self-doubting uh, right. in terms of um oh, like I don't add value to this team oh uh, that's, that's that's tough right that's actually mm-hmm. a tough statement and I'm like and I and, and I've struggled with that I think for like weeks or something and and it really yes. and I didn't notice that it impacted my self-confidence so much that I would um stop um talking in meetings or like thinking about I guess taking that risk of sharing my thoughts because those are opportunities on the on the times that I make mistakes I forgot that those are perfect opportunities to learn something yes I mean and we we yeah. can it's natural to forget because we're so overwhelmed with the emotions exactly and that was my that was my journey and and somebody was telling me um are you sure that you don't add value? Like, can you at least like audit what you have done? Why you're still in this position? What value have you actually wow. added in the team? Not necessarily in a significant way. Like, oh, okay, I've, I've um, placed this, um, I've put a significant chunk in this project or, or something like that. But rather in the daily basis, whether that was listening to um, a colleague's frustration about something, 
is that isn't that not adding value like you know little things like that you don't notice and being right. grateful for those moments mm-hmm. yes because yeah like I, it's super easy to fixate on the negative yeah like we forget about the positive it's the same as like for example like customer reviews chances are people are not going to review a product or a company when they're happy most of the time they review because they're frustrated or they're super angry they had a bad experience the Mm. chances of people like actually reviewing because they love the experience is either when they really had a massive experience or if it's just good chances are they won't say anything it's the same as when it comes to like giving compliments like That's generally true. not people will give compliments but like people are super fast when it comes to like telling you off or telling you that you did this wrong or something like that like ridiculous you can see that on like comments yeah that's right um so it's yeah <laughs> sorry i mean we're reaching about a, a one hour like time limit that we've given ourselves oh, i kind of want to like <laughs> i was gonna say like i kind of want to end it with a final question for you Ergi. what is i it? mean for us yeah. we can discuss it mm-hmm. okay so it's just not really a question it's more of like oh it is kind of question never mind this is it <laughs> so obviously we've talked about self-trust i think that's one of the most important things the trust of oneself for those who are experiencing the this in terms of not being able to trust oneself what is your final takeaway message or for, for this about self what do you want to tell them for those people who are experiencing the lack of self-trust i would say that that's actually quite difficult i mean it's quite it's quite difficult and I do acknowledge that a lot of people you know struggle with mental health I think that one thing I I want to lay that out there a lot of Mm -hmm. people struggle with mental health with depression um anxiety and I would just like to begin with validating how you as a human being you know being here on on earth like being actually being born you're currently alive you are yes. valuable life is valuable that 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 for me i would mm-hmm. like to begin with that that being alive is valuable and we must hold on to yes. that secondly secondly with a term uh, with with self trust i think the tendency of say so that's begin with self doubt <clears throat> tendency with self doubt is that that often, um, like shame, when it's not being talked about as much, because I, th- I think self doubt is uh, is um, born from shame. I think, um, mm-hmm. like shame, if you don't talk about it um, to someone else, then it will most likely um, grow. So, yes. in or in order to um, build your self trust, I think you need to talk to someone else that you you value like a person that you that you um yeah a person that you value in your life someone that yes. you love that's right to bring some perspective into mm-hmm. that the, the whole um self-talk someone that could change the language or change the narrative in your head right yeah 
Because yes. I, I, I need that. I actually need that too in my life. Because I often at times, you know, when you get so bogged down and busy and you're mm-hmm. al- you're always on your grind and you're always like, okay, yes. I got to do this, do this. You forget that your narrative changes over time as you get tired. And it's not something that you do in purpose. It's actually with your physiological f- physiological um um tiredness as well when you get tired physically tired and all that your narrative mm-hmm. changes so i think that needs to be acknowledged doesn't mean that you think about doubting like that that's a fact doesn't mean that you think about that like that's true that's my wow. takeaway about self doubt and um enhancing um trust in oneself wow that's that's good that was very insightful and I think that's really important for people to to know or or hear because the fact that we're sort of acknowledging it and we're kind of saying hey this exists maybe this is a if if that random person that decides to waste their one hour listening to our conversation <laughs> actually happens to to hear to like really needs to hear this then it would have it would have been helpful for them to sort of like, Hey, I've just got educated on what I potentially may be feeling or experiencing. Hmm. And I think if there's also like one thing that I want those people who are experiencing self uh, doubt or those who are like lacking with their self trust, I just want them to take away by the end of this podcast, know that like it's, it's normal. Like, like what I've took when I was going through that, it's normal mm. and it's a process and it's not something that is going to come by once or twice. It's, it may come by more often than not sometimes and know that that's not the end of it. It's like, it's, it's only the end of it if you choose for it to be the end kind of thing. Yeah. If you know yeah. So if you don't stop try if you don't stop trying, then you'll you'll finally see that light under uh by the end of the tunnel or something like that, how they say it philosophically. <laughs> <laughs> but if if you don't start working on it and taking that first step of maybe I should try this, maybe so, to help myself a bit in feeling a little bit better, mm-hmm. you're never gonna go anywhere. And know that, you know, there are people out there who will readily available to help you that you you don't have to deal with this alone i think it's it's also an important message for people to hear i guess because sometimes especially those who feel those self-doubt like the feeling of i'm i'm alone or i'm in i'm in this and no one can really see because self-doubt is not very obvious Mm. i mean the most confident person like in a persona or something that like for example those people who are in social media even influencers would sometimes actually experience that self-doubt yeah and yeah it's normal any i think every you know every human um feels feels that every now and then i also have another question about trust because we've talked about trust with oneself what is your takeaway with um giving trust I think <laughs> I like that you've added an extra question. I thought we're about to end this. Right, I just had to put it out there. Yeah. What's my takeaway in giving trust? Yeah, I th- I think I think it's really important. I like I said, it's a transactional thing. If we want to receive trust, we have to take that risk 
in giving trust. Yeah. I I I really believe that because I I think it's a it's a it's I think people value that. I I reckon I don't think I mean if you pour your heart to someone, I mean unless they really like hate you or something like that very childish or you know immature they're gonna use that against you but chances are you're never gonna open up to someone who you think hates you right Mm -hmm. (laughs) but most of the time you're gonna you're more likely to open up to someone you kind of are you know confiding you kind of have that bit of gut feel that you can confide with or you know you you have like quite a bit of friendship with Mm. and with that it if you start giving yourself yourself a bit of yourself to someone, chances are they're more likely to do the same when when it comes to themselves to you. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing, I reckon, giving trust. Yeah, and I think it's very important that you practice that because it'll help you along the way. Because when there is trust, there is love. Whoa! Oh. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> quote of the night there it is when there is trust there is love god there is love yeah because i i i thoroughly believe that you know because love it itself is is trust in action i'd have to say love it and is splendid yeah. what, what do you call it splendid yes. thing all yeah. we need is love there you go <laughs> it's super obvious that it's super late we're starting to sing yeah well, i'm sorry <laughs> but yeah well i think yeah i think that's my take what do you what do you think final take quick i think think that's i have to agree with that that in order (laughs) to receive trust you demonstrate trust you must demonstrate trust i think yeah that is fact that's fact okay okay final question final question (laughs) okay already go on final question do you think trust is fathomable or unfathomable? It is <laughs> definitely my verdict for this is fathomable. Fathomable. There you go. I think um I kind of figured it out, you know, see it in my life and yeah. I mean it's to... interesting how like the last the last episode we were like, "Oh my gosh, is this something that we can't even think about?" <laughs> we had a fear initially and then we managed to sort of like discuss this through, but this one obviously like flowed a bit of time. I think it's also because we we deal with trust every day. Yeah. Like in our every, every like day's decision, it's also built with trust. Mm. I trust that this coffee is good. I trust that I will wake up with my alarm clock kind of thing. Yeah you know yeah <laughs> i trust that i'm spending this the right way or my money like efficiently <laughs> i trust, I trust that I'm budget now. Well. <laughs> yes <laughs> i trust that i will have money by like <laughs> this time Jace. but yes yeah so um but yeah no fathomable definitely and yeah so that was it i guess that was a, a really good conversation it's quite flowy and uh, we're definitely going to just actually. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of like wow moments for me, and like a lot of realization moments for me too. And I hope that's the same for everyone who's listening in. Mm. I mean, they can hear me like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope you're all like like that too. I mean, whoa. I mean, not publicly because kind of it's kind of weird if they do that publicly with when they're only like listening alone. <laughs> That'll be funny though. Mm. But yeah. 
Anyways, how about you sign off this time, Ergi? Okay, alrighty. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. We appreciate the one hour and um, is it a bit? <laughs> yeah, one hour and a bit of time <laughs> that you have chosen、um, to spend with us.、Um, we really hope, we really, really hope that、um, you know you would join our future con-、uh, future conversations with us. Thank you so much for your time, Andrea. Thank you so much, Ergi. Really appreciate it as well, and it was great catching up with you and discussing these things. I can't wait for the next week. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good night. See ya, guys. All you need is love. <laughs> That's right, and trust. Yeah. <laughs> trust. Bye. Bye. <laughs>